this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Oh, sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. This is the uh, the Doody Doot song. What is this song called? It's called the Doody Doot song. It's called the Doodle. What's called the Doodle song, right? Marissa, what's the song called? Do we know? It's called Dairy Doop Doody Doot. It really is called the Doody Doot song. Oh, no, there it is. <laughs> this is the song that was played in this episode of the Blacklist, episode twelve, The Alchemist. Uh, Nando Velasquez, who is not here, had one request on his deathbed. Which is that we play this for this episode. <laughs> so, um, no, Nando's not dead. He's, he's alive. He's just not Nando's here. not dead. Uh, but we're here. We're doing the episode 12 of The Blacklist. I'm back in town here in person, but uh, along with Julia Kearley. Hello. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Joe Braswell. And, but we are this time on the line joined by Joe, Br- Joe Braswell. <laughs> you're, That's me. You're, you're Joe Braswell. Joe Sanflippo. There he is. What's up, everybody? Hi, How Flippo. You doing, man? Don't put me on my deathbed, man. <laughs> what, what, what if Nando dies tonight? How shitty are you going to feel? I will feel very oh, shitty. You will feel so bad. But he's not going to die tonight. You know, he's 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 alive and well. Uh, Nando Velasquez is, uh, cannot make today's show, but he will be back next week with hot insight and tons of hot uh, Nando takes. But in the meantime, the three of us will hold it down and talk about The Blacklist, Episode 12, The Alchemist. Number 101. Number 101. Oh, he's number one. He's number one on one. Okay, got it. <laughs> I'm almost confused there. Uh, yeah, Blacklist number one on one, The Alchemist. Um, so, uh, general impressions. Let's start with you, Julia. What do you think? You weren't that thrilled with this episode. Not my favorite episode. Okay. Um, I I did enjoy it in that I come out victorious with my predictions. Uh, which one? About who the mole was. Oh yeah, it's very rare that uh, my, that a I have a prediction and that b it actually comes to fruition. Yes, yes, I, I did. I, I thought I had that one. Hell no, you weren't Check even here loss. last week. I called her a sneaky uh, bitch. But I, <laughs> that's true. I missed that. <laughs> but I swear, I didn't have that like in week two. Check the logs. I'm kidding. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to go check the logs. Yeah, All right. Well, you're the on logs. that. <laughs> Anyways, aside from me being victorious, which is a very selfish show. Uh, guacamole. Guacamole. <laughs> very selfish way for me to enjoy an episode. Again, not my favorite episode. Interesting blacklister. Um, little, f- I don't know. I, I am no doctor, <laughs> but it seems a little far-fetched. Dude, but you- I'm no doctor. 
Even Red didn't know how he did it. So even relax. Red, if Red doesn't know how to do it, it really can't and be frankly, done. Not in real that's, life. That's why they call it the al. That's why he's called the alchemist because what he's doing is a bit of alchemy. Like it's sort yeah. Of this it's mystery. an interesting character, much like the character that they created. Where I forget what he was called, but he'd cut himself and hide things inside his own body because he couldn't feel pain. The courier. Yes. Yes. So he's kind of an interesting one in that. I like that uh, he had definite backstory and personality, which was interesting. Um, But I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. I kind of like when they take on these sort of like super villainy traits. You know, these blacklisters are kind of, you know, for a comic book I view him as a super villainy guy. Right. Well, I mean, no, he's an alchemist. He does mysterious mix of magic and science (laughs) to create. And he led into gold and changing DNA at, at will. That's right. At will. At will. He's, he's got know. a special thing. He can do it. Um, I, Suspension of disbelief is what we want. <laughs> well, well, okay, fine, okay. fine. My belief is suspended. All right. Because, okay. Joe Flippo, what, what, <laughs> what, what did you think of The Alchemist? Uh, I, I, I hated that guy. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna like the villain a little bit or like care a little bit about him. Right. I hate him. And I wanted him. I, I I wanted him to die. And I wanted I, you know. And it, when that when that little girl was dead in place of his daughter at the end, I was bummed. You know, like, like we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Like there's times when you're like, okay, I get it, and there's other times where it's like, dude, just start shooting the people close to these people because other people are going to die for no good reason. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I didn't uh, I didn't dislike this episode. I strongly disagree with you, Julia Kelly. Okay. I didn't say I, I disliked it. I just no. said it wasn't my favorite. I'm pretty sure you said you hated it. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Is that what you heard? I, I, I checked the logs. Yeah, what I heard was I would light it on fire if it would burn. Yeah. I don't know why. It seems strong. That's oh, all I'm saying. Oh. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I was, I'm probably in the middle. I, I, you know, I enjoy them. I always enjoy these episodes. I think it was probably just felt like a middle episode. It felt like a little bit of a place filler in the, in the grand scheme of things. When we look at all 22 episodes, we won't look back to episode 12 as the one that changed it all. Yeah. And as I was telling you, I was telling Julie off mic, Joe, that like, you know, we're used to, you know, I don't know, we're kind of conditioned in this post-golden age of television, or, or golden age of television, for every episode to be an event episode. Like, there's no wasted episodes of Game of Thrones. It's like, yeah. every episode is like, it's an event. But they can do that when you have, like, 13 episodes or 8 episodes. When you got 22, you know, I don't know. You got some fillers in there. And stuff happened. And you still got James Bader doing stuff. And it still advances the story. So, I was cool. Well, let me let me toss this out here, just, just to be argumentative. I would argue you? that this is not a wasted episode because... Uh, we have we have a return. Uh, we have a return to baby time. We have a return to this thing. I think we'd all kind of forgotten that. Oh crap! They're adopting a kid. Um, right. And it, is this a good idea? You know, is it a good idea for for Lizzie and her husband to adopt a child? You know, and and I I think given all the stuff that's gone on, I don't know about the rest of the universe, but I had almost completely forgotten that what? they were considering sure. adopting. You know, it's and not a good idea, Joe. Lined up. No, it's not a good idea. And you'll agree with me, having been through a few of these co-ed baby showers. Like <laughs> those things, I'm, I'm out. Could on, not agree more. I'm out on those. Like the dudes with the diapers. No, I hate baby anyway. showers, and I'm a chick. I, you know, baby showers are great. I hate them. Co-ed baby showers. Ah. Uh. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Joe, you're right. Uh, you're right. Um, I, I actually felt, you know, I agree with you, but I, I felt like, oh yeah, baby, really? Is this still happening? Were we really still dealing with that? Sure. Like, I, I figured that was on the back burner. Right. But then I, I well, guess I they wanna, do have the neighbor who is very pregnant. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this, at, at, you know, and, and whenever it's whenever it's appropriate. I, you know, I don't know what the uh, what the itinerary is for the show, but I, I do want to spend a few minutes on that because I do think it, it's uh, it's very much a uh, a big deal. The baby. The baby. Yeah. Well, we can we can get to that. I mean, we can get to all of it. Actually, why not? Yeah. You know, we have time to get to everything. Um, yeah. So. Well, a lot of a lot of we well, we did learn some stuff. We 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 got an introduction of of uh, of Jolene, uh, the seductress, you know, yeah. who has a who has a giant file on on um our boy Tom on Tom, Tom. Keen, 
who is also, Julia reminded me, and I missed this, I don't know how I did, is that's the woman from the VICAP. She's the one that Red worked so hard to get that number uh-huh. to get into the VICAP system yep. to look her up specifically. Yeah, so there's there's some connection there, which which, which we'll, I'll, I'll get to some predictions there in a second. We also learned that I was right all along about the mole. It. The, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I, I'm going on record as saying um, I haven't trusted her from the second she walked right. onto that screen. She what always, is she doing see, there? We, 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 you know, all, all on YouTube and Twitter. <sighs> we, we've all talked about it. Uh, all, all of our listeners and, and, and we've all talked about this. Like, you know, she's this British CIA agent. Doesn't seem to make sense. Something's off. Why is she there? Why, Why is she there? still there? I don't know. Why are you working other cases as well? Like, what are you doing? I don't understand what's happening there. But uh, we have our guacamole. <laughs> Our Stop calling it guacamole. Mole Cyrus. <laughs> You're going to make that work one way or the other. I'll do this all day. I just don't like Mole Cyrus. How about that one? Oh, wait. This one. Mo- wait, wait. Uh, oh, Molly Ringwald from Pretty in Pink. <laughs> oh, no. I, I can do this all day long. Like, lie now, Richie, pal. All day long. Who means go mole hunts? Got nothing. I don't pop Molly. I rock Tom Ford. Get it? All right. I'm done. Oh, no. Still go. He really is on a roll, guys. I've, 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 I've got like 13 roll. written I, down. I'm looking at you across the table, and I can see the wheels. That turn. You have them written down? No, I don't really have them written down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. So we have a mole, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's yes. What, that's what I hear. It's the truth. Uh, yeah. Joe, what do, you, what do you think of that? What do you think of that revelation? Well, I believe uh, Julia called it uh, several weeks ago. Oh, Dude. oh um, thank you, Joe Sanfilippo. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe she called her a sneaky bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that she called it way before you did, Joe. I, I don't think you had anything to do with it. All right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, CTL, baby. Not Check surprised. the logs. Not surprised. And, and you know, Red, red, uh, red rolled right over there. He didn't even t- take the time to say goodbye and give, give, give Lizzie some sort of a creepy reason to wish she was talking to him longer. He's like, I'm out. I got to go. Yeah. I got stuff to deal with. Yeah, and he was very serious. I mean, I guess you know he's going to go kill somebody. He's you know, no quips, no uh, you know, yeah, nothing. He just was like, great, give me the list. I got to go. Got to go kill somebody. I so. do like that he took matters into his own hands. You know, he left last week saying my house is clean, mm-hmm. yours isn't. Right, and um, and the FBI seems to think that. They seem to have just dropped it. Right. You know, they they cleared everybody. Everybody's fine. Well, no worries. That... There's no mole internally. So he gets his own operation up sure. and running. And he gets to the bottom of it because the FBI isn't going to do shit. Well, there was that weird red herring, like, either this episode or the last, I can't remember, where uh, Harold, you know, goes to her immediately and she's like, well, you're cleared. You're the only one. You're the only one who's cleared. I'm like, she's the mole. <laughs> like, like, no question. Like, yeah. no que- the second that left no his question. lips. You know, well, you're, he's, he's you're such a clown in this show. I'm sorry. I know it's terrible, but like if if he says up his he, he says the sky's I'm like, no, nah, fucking the sky flips, man. Everybody pay attention. The whole right. thing flips. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like you're the only one I can trust. You let me let me give you you're all right. the top secret information. You're the only one. Damn it, Nairobi. <laughs> Nairobi. <laughs> no. Yeah, I got it. So, uh, yeah. So she's a mole. There it is. Oh yeah. Uh, so we learned that. We also. Uh, you know, what's going on with Wrestler's Boo? Wrestler's Girl? Like, I don't... We, I never trusted her ass. And she's, like, creeping around. Like, is she... What's... What's... What? Well, Wrestler was interesting this week. We got a whole new side of Wrestler. A softer mm-hmm. side of Sears, if you will. I yes. won't sing it this time. No, don't. I usually do. But I won't. Okay. I won't. Um, I, I'm thinking when it comes to Wrestler... I mean, Wrestler is... He's opening up. He's talking about it. He's getting advice from Lizzie. What should I do? She's texting me. She's texting me again. I'm going to text her back. She won't stop. Like, wrestler got a little, uh, got a little girly on us. He he caught some feelings. But I'm thinking, he did catch some feelings. And I'm thinking maybe this stems from when he was locked in the big glass box with Red for so long. And Red had that, that long, uh, uh, monologue about, you know, all the places you need to see and uh-huh. things to do. And I think it got to him a little bit. I think he's perhaps turned over something of a new leaf. Sure. I mean, he's come a long way from that sort of angry, you know, one note, I hate everything guy. Which was a big gripe we had with him in the sure. first few episodes. Sure. So like, give me something more. And now we're getting it. Right. Joe, what do you think of wrestler? Uh, yeah, I agree. It was, it was interesting to see him uh, actually human being. I enjoyed that. I automatically don't like his ex-girlfriend. I don't know why, but I don't think it's her. this... Uh, 
it's a thing that we seem to be doing with, with this show, I, I, and I, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I, I wrote down like um, six to seven honeypot. Like these are two girls that I don't trust. You know, we got Jolene and we got and we got wrestlers X, right. and neither of them are hot. They're both sixes or sevens. All right, and so take take it, it easy, it, Joe. This is commentary we're not asking for right now. <laughs> what does no, this have I, to I don't, wait? Is I don't this is relevant, her, and so I, I don't. I'm not taking his move seriously. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> I lose you? Yes. <laughs> it's not like Joe's in depth in the office. Okay, first of all, none of them are hot. They're sixes and sevens, which right away I don't trust them. Second of all, do you see that dress she was wearing? I mean, come on. No, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't trust her as a character. Right. Because she's not hot enough? Because she's not hot enough. That, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting choice they're making. Right. I, don't, I don't think we're supposed to trust her. Do you feel we're supposed to trust her? Well, so if she were if she were some hot femme fatale, Wait, but Xanatakos like, was super hot. Did you trust her? What's that? Xanatakos was super duper hot. Did you trust her? Oh, Sakatakos? Yeah, I didn't trust Sakatakos, but I don't think we're <laughs> supposed to trust these girls. I'm saying it's interesting casting. Okay, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's interesting casting that they didn't cast a hotter girl or two girls. Yeah, like 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 Jolene you would see her coming if she was like crazy hot you'd be like oh i get it but she's not she's kind of like an under the radar hot which is which i think is interesting casting i think the same thing with wrestler's ex-girlfriend i i i think we're kind of meant to be slightly distrustful of them but we're not sure not sure why okay well i i i actually i do agree with uh with some what you're saying a little bit except for the your 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 very well your analysis of of what they look like or don't look like but i will say that uh yeah Jolene man she's interesting i you know <laughs> Uh, she, you know, she was really laying it on thick with the with the seducing mode, right? She's pretty from charming the, from, the, from the second, yeah, from the second she popped out of the bathroom and was yeah. like doing all the, you know, like okay, what did she she called him something like uh, she's floating with him, uh, okay, genius or whatever she called him. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she's just a random <laughs> to him. She's just a random substitute teacher and. Yeah. What an FBI agent. <laughs> we'll get to that. Sure. Um, never question why she's all alone in the bedroom in their bathroom. For a long time. For a long time. Well, like, she, no one is. No one says to her, hey, what are you doing here? And she, she gives the whole thing of, like, well, I wasn't, like, going through your medicine cabinet, and I hate small spaces, but this was weird. Hi. Yeah, it's I'm weird Jolene. that you're in this room in the first place. Yeah. And as soon as, uh, you know, old Lizzie leaves, she's like, huh, she's got to go again, huh? Like, yeah, I don't know. She's I, pretty quippy. And, you know, I don't. You know, look, I don't know anything about women. I don't know. My, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. To, I don't know how they work. But you know, and I don't have much experience in this, in this area. But I do know. <laughs> stop laughing. I do know that at the end at the old art gallery, she gave him a couple of looks that. Uh, oh, those were some come hither looks. There were a few looks. I don't know what those looks look like, but Joan may know. But there were some. There were some strong looks there, and I think that she's really laying it up. Yeah. Like, I mean, for uh, for a not so hot girl, your uh, your, your undeniable chastity, your world famous chastity. The uh, <laughs> Joe, right. you know, Joe spent the better part of fifteen years in a monastery. I, it's a miracle he knows how to talk to women at all. Um, but uh, yeah, that was definitely some 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 come hither looking over that uh, over that gin and tonic, whatever she was drinking. That was yeah. that was pretty serious. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, she's all, all but like rattled the glass. You know, <laughs> it was like a she's anyway. What do we think is going to happen with 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 that? I mean, do we think that she's going to be successful in seducing Tom? And 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 for well, a couple of questions here, just open questions because uh, we're opening with Jolene, which is weird, <laughs> but it's fine. But uh, do we think that she's going to be successful in seducing Tom and, and and getting close to Tom in order to play out her sinister, you know, thing of watching him or whatever she's supposed to be doing? Um, and uh, who do we think sent her? Is it? I mean, is it red? Is it someone else? I mean, this is so weird because at one point we're like, well, Tom is a bad guy. Well, well, Red said, watch your husband. We don't trust him. So we, we assume Tom's a bad guy or an assassin or something. He's at the field box in the house, and then Red said, don't trust him. And then the Apple guy's watching him, and then the Apple guy's gone. And now it's like this other person is there to watch Tom. So, like, is Tom the – what, what the hell's going on? Okay, well, Red did not send her. Because Red was looking for her. Okay. And she has quite a compilation of a file, right? Right. So she's been on this case for a while. Red, or right. she's been researching for a while. Well, no. I'm wondering if... Oh, hold on. Okay. She, that, that file was, like, the file was given to her because I, I actually paused 
you know, I paused and uh, did a little you know, on HD pause on that on the sheet, and the sheet was a breakdown of it's like subject, you know, Tom Keen, occupation, school teacher, blah 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 blah. And it's like assets you've been delivered. It's like surveillance and pictures and blah blah blah. So it felt okay. like she was given this file and she was looking at it, and then someone like someone else gave her the Tom Keen info. Like that's I... what the, that's what I got from the file that I read and I paused. Okay, well, I still with that information, I still know deep in my soul that she does not come from Red. I know this. Okay, sure. If you but know, if you know, it, you know it, I man. know it. Okay. You could put that in the log. Right. Um, but I think perhaps she comes from, she could come from Apple Guy because nobody knows who Apple Guy is still. Sure. Apple Guy is a mystery to, to Red. He's a mystery to the FBI. He's a mystery right. to Tom. He's, nobody right. knows. We, he's a mystery to us. We haven't seen him yet. Right. Um, so maybe Apple Guy. Right. Because Apple Guy was watching, wasn't he watching Red as well? He's watching everybody, right? Uh, I don't know. If, Joe, do you remember if he's watching Red? I don't think... I, I, I think he was. Not um, that we see, but I think let, let it's me, talked about. Okay. Let me, let me, let me say this deep, deep in my soul. Um, <laughs> I, I can't be sure that, he, that, that she hasn't come from Red because um, she's got an awful lot of information on him, and it would definitely serve Red's purpose if, if, uh, if Lizzie and Tom were done. And, and, you know, I think this, this, this is maybe a good time to bring it up. I mean, this, this episode kind of brought some stuff into reality that I think, you know, we've kind of, you know, the show, because the stakes are so high every episode and because, you know, every, every, every episode something, you know, either national security or X number of people are going to die. So we, we kind of forget that these are real people right. leading real lives. That's the idea here. So when this, this episode, I think was, this is why I do think it's a worthwhile episode and not one of those, you know, one of the, uh, one of the famous forgotten. Is, is we really do bring back? Hey, they are actively adopting a kid. They have it. They don't. They're not talking about adopting. Yeah. There is a pregnant she woman is about who to is birth. six weeks away from delivering, and that kid is going to Lizzie and Tom. Now, or maybe I'm a to Tom. Parent, L- L- Lizzie's L- Lizzie's very much like meh. Maybe I'll see the kid. Maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so blase no, about it, right? <laughs> like, right? what six weeks? Is that here already? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Should we get a crib or something? Uh, some clothes? I mean, Tom, you got this, right? I gotta you go. Do this. I gotta get a blacklist to read. Yeah. This is, the FBI this is needs point. me. So weird. So I mean I mean, not for anything here. Um, should these people be having a child? Um, the answer yeah. is no. Yeah. Lizzie what, should not be having be, a child. When did this turn into Mori Povich? Is this right? A, what is what is, what is, what is this? Are you the father? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> You. Throwing chairs, anyway, flipping stupid. tables. <laughs> Too happy. God, uh, if anybody ever calls you to go on that show, you just don't go. Um, always too happy but, to. But, always too happy to be not the father. Too happy. Right. <laughs> I told um, you. I told you. Anyway, we, we're super digressive. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. You're yeah, making a point. But but I mean, really, should should Lizzie and Tom have a kid? And I kind of you know I and that that one that one lady's kind of shot in, in in that crazy style. You know, like she's like, she's like no, the first. What are you not taking any time off? What are you kidding? The baby needs to bond with the mother. Why are you, you're crazy? Yeah. And you know, the, you know, I, I think that the way that was kind of presented was kind of like, oh, come on, back up, lady. But I, you know, it may not be the most popular thing to say, but I think that's legit. I, you know, I mean, the, the, you need to take time to have a kid. You can't just, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna have a kid. I'm gonna keep working 15 hours a day. It's cool. Well, well, you know, I, that, I don't, I don't no. think the show. Well, I don't think I don't think the show was taking the point of view to anything to the contrary. I think the show was taking the point of view that yeah, that's exactly what you need to do. Which is why they wrote that character in there, being like, "What do you mean you're crazy?" And Tom's like, "Yeah, what do you mean?" And it's just to sort of out, to, to the highlight where Lizzie is in this whole process, which is like she's kind of out. She's the baby. checked out. She's checked out on the whole baby operation, <laughs> and so um, I think that that I think there was yeah. So there's no real argument to be made about that. I don't think. I mean, you know. Uh, I don't think anyone you know will follow us on Twitter and be like, actually, you don't need to be with the baby until they're three. But, you know, <laughs> but I think that uh, <laughs> actually, Joe, you're wrong. Um, you're wrong. Uh, but you know, but I think that that was there. That was a device there to let us know, the audience know that Lizzie is definitely not on board. She is know. not quite fit to be a mother at this particular moment in do, time. Do we think that this is a uh, a plot point that will continue? I mean, is, is there? I mean, will I mean? Look, is this, is this their whole lives are so 
like nothing's off limits here. Like, you know, I don't know if Tom is real. I know what Tom's deal is. And then someone's watching Tom now. And Lizzie is Lizzie like Red's, you know, niece or, fa- or daughter or whatever. Like who's Red? Like, I don't know what's real. So now there's this baby. Of course, it's not her baby, but it's a baby that'll be brought into the situation by a surrogate. Like, I don't, I don't trust anything. Like, you know, maybe the baby's a spy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> number that, that's uh that's that's episode uh 15 spying from the womb no it's like uh what, what, number 37 the, the baby <laughs> blacklister number 37 what? the baby baby mole <laughs> baby mole, mole. <laughs> uh no i don't know i i i don't trust anything I, well anyway do, do we do we think that this baby plot line is is there to are they just wrapping it up and kind of getting rid of it or is this something that we think that'll be uh is central to what's going to happen here with this with this well, well let me let me let me ask you this now if 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 you're tom no 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 this is all all presuming that tom is real right let's right. if we go back if we go back many episodes to our our our, our dawson creek days sure if we assume tom is exactly how he presents himself and he's not a spy and he's not on anybody's payroll and he is the real deal he's so goddamn so earnest What's that? He's so damn earnest, this yes. Tom. Right? So yeah. if, if, if we accept that Tom is legitimately who he says he is, just a real live teacher who went to Lincoln, Nebraska to try and apply for a job teaching in Lincoln, Nebraska, but he didn't because he thought of all the horrible things we do to his wife. So that's all legit. Then I, I don't know. Do we, do we blame Tom for the position he's in right now with Joe Lee? I mean, I, I, is this, where, where does this conceivably end? I mean, if you're if you're adopting a baby with a woman, right? Because you guys can't have kids together, and you decide you made a decision to 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 bring a baby into your life six weeks before the baby is to be delivered, the woman you've chosen to spend the rest of your life with and adopt this baby and take care of with is clearly completely and totally checked out. Right. Like there is zero interest in this kid happening. So, at what point do you kind of look up and go, "This is not going to change." Okay. There, there's this is permanent. I mean, I, that's my is is that is that a possibility? Well, I mean, are you asking is it okay for him? Are you saying like <laughs> so he should cheat on his wife because hey, it's over? What are you saying? You know, we're recording this, right, Joe? Well, no. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. is this, is this, are we supposed to be looking at this and seeing this as a breaking point for Tom? Oh, I see. yeah. I mean, I yeah. I, I I don't think we have. I don't. I don't think the show has let us have any investment in Tom as an individual other than him being dreamy. You know, I, I think he that there's that. no, there's no investment in like, uh, no one gives a shit about Tom. Like from, from, no, what, what's, what's good old Tom gonna do? Or but poor they, Tom. Like the show is It's doesn't... frustrating because they built him up so much as, right. as <clears throat> some, uh, as some, as being something that he's not. Well, that, that, well that's my point. I mean, pe- the people are invested in, in Tom as a spy or as a bad guy or as a potential whatever he may be. But no one, to your point, Joe, I don't think anyone is invested in Tom as a character. In other words, no one sort of feels like, yeah, poor Tom. How's Tom going to react to this? And Tom should be a father. And that Tom is a swell guy. Like, we don't have that. So I, to answer your question, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's – I think for the device of the show and what – the point of view of the show is it's just, just showing that Jolene is going to be effective in getting close to Tom for whatever reason she wants to get to close to Tom for, um, whether that be surveillance or information or you know, whatever else. Um, but that, that that's kind of what it, what it what it seems to me. I don't think we're supposed to be empathetic of Tom in his bad marriage. I think we are supposed to be empathetic of Lizzie. You know, I, I think I don't know. Would it, would... Are we? I don't know. I mean, this this episode really proved her to be a, a lackluster wife. You know, right. she's never there when they... Uh, she's solving crimes. She's constantly taking a phone call, constantly taking a phone call in the middle of very important decisions, life decisions, There's arguments, conversations. Oh, wait, let, do it. oh, wait, let me get this real fast. So, oh, right. Sorry, I'm doing Sorry. a podcast, but you know what? Someone's calling me. Well, Hold know, on one it second. It could be red. If it was red, I would stop the podcast. <laughs> if it was red, you would stop the podcast. I would. <laughs> I mean, I do... I feel, I feel for the guy. Right. He's constantly trying to... To bend to her to her ways and and sure. and make the marriage work, um, it makes me forget that that Red says that he he was having an affair with Xanatakos. It makes me forget that he had a box of uh, passports and money and guns. Uh-huh. Um, 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, if he's this, this, this super spy, like, like Red is, is having, would have us believe. First of all, why would he be so dumb as to enter into an, ex, into an extramarital affair with someone who is a super spy? Well, right. Don't you think he'd be able to sniff Ooh. that out? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, he's still a man. You know, these guys, dudes are, dudes are dumb. And on top of that, he is so unbelievably affected by everything that Lizzie does. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, it's like, oh, another stab wound. Right. Oh, oh, yes. my heart. Oh, Tom. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And he wants this child so badly. He's pushing for this child. He wants Lizzie to stay home. The spy baby. The spy baby to stay home. <laughs> yes. Why, why all that hoopla if he is, if he's a bad guy? True. You know? That's interesting. It, but it still leaves it open to, to maybe he's there to protect her. Yeah. There, in that could sense. Be that. And maybe that's why Jolene is there. I mean, I do. I, what, what, what is becoming apparent to me is I really don't get the impression that, that Tom means Lizzie any harm. No. So w- whether or not he is who he says he is, and blah, 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 I mean, maybe he's there to protect her. Maybe he's there to whatever. Maybe he is a guy who genuinely maybe started as one thing, fell in love with her, and found himself in this position. Maybe he's being blackmailed. Who knows? But... Uh, I don't think whatever Tom turns out to be, and he's going to turn out to be something other than a friggin' teacher from Nebraska. But like, whatever he is, I think he doesn't mean Lizzie any harm. So, or you know, maybe it's a situation where uh, Tom was put in place, and it's going bad for Tom, and so they send in Jolene to maybe you know make sure that things are going how this, the surveillance is going properly on Lizzie. I have no idea, but it's uh, I think that. Whatever is Tom's uh, in game will be, it'll be something to do with like him being on Lizzie's side. Yeah, uh, but he's not who he says he is. I don't think. I don't know, Joe. What about you, Flippo? You you always had the stance that he was a super bad guy. I you know I don't I don't trust Tom on on principle, but this episode has really thrown me off. <laughs> it's the, swe- it's the sweaters it's because they up the what then? It's the sweaters, right? <laughs> it's and the damn sweaters. He's too good looking to be trusted. Uh. Yeah. No one wears that many sweaters. No, he's, you know, it's all right. Let's go. Does the man not have a collar in his closet? Anyway, but here, here, here's, the, here's what I was going to say. The, uh, I think this episode, by, by them upping the stakes so much and reminding everybody, hey, there's a baby. Here's a baby shower. Here's this guy putting a diaper on. Isn't this? This is a real thing that's going to happen in six weeks. Right. Then it really, really, really shines the light. Uh, on 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 them as a couple, and and then it, it's not just about a couple because a couple you can go, okay, you you screwed up, but you're an adult. You left an adult alone for X number of hours. Who gives a shit? But it's a baby. You can't do that. You can't play that game with the kids. So really, it really shined a light on it for me. And you guys, we said something a few minutes ago. Are we supposed to empathize with Liz or with Tom? And this is this is ultimately my point about that that lady who said uh, who, who was talking about how mom needs to be home with the kid. I feel like we're always supposed to be empathizing with Liz. And and I think that that that, that that's kind of how it shot, and and that that scene in the bedroom where she was kind of like, well, how, you know, you 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 left me out there, you tanked me out there, you know, where she was basically saying, why would you get, why wouldn't you you back me up? Um, I, you're you're wrong. That's why, right. and and that's a tough spot for those of us who've been watching the show and are are kind of being, you know, kind of we always empathize with Liz, but there's a new baby coming in. I, I can't empathize with you on this. I can't back you on this. You need you, you need to make some changes or this kid can't come. Right. And so I, I think, uh, anyway, I, I think it's a bigger deal than um, than, than a side plot. I think it's a kind of a big deal for them as a, as a couple. I, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I'm still just sort of hung up on this idea that, you know, Tom, for good or for bad, is really invested in this baby situation, whether he is a you know super spy or is who he says he is or isn't. He's super invested in this baby, so um, for whatever reason, he's pushing for that. Whether it's genuinely let's have a baby, I'm in love, or whether he's whether it's a spy baby or whatever, but it's something uh, that he's 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 pushing for. So I don't know. Um, we'll 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 soon see. I, I suppose it'll be interesting to find out how this plays out. I just got a prediction from one of our fans out there. Uh oh. From Ron and Shelley. Uh-oh. Hi, Ron and Shelley. That uh, their prediction is that um, Red is the father of the surrogate baby. Red's the father of the spy baby. <laughs> it's a spy baby. It's a good one. Spy baby. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good prediction, Ron and Shelley. I like that one. That's, a, that's hmm, hmm. I don't know why. And maybe, who knows? Okay. Mind blown. <laughs> spy baby. All right, I'm telling you, number number 39 on the list. 
<laughs> the baby. Uh, all right, so let's let's talk about all red. Right. Let's talk about red in a, l- a little bit. Not we, actually, we didn't really see much of red this episode, did we? Like this was a this was a red. We, I mean, it, you know, he's the, the the main character, but it felt like you know he popped in. We saw you know his whole sort of like underground uh, high tech you know data mining operation that he has um, that he's that he's bankrolling. Um, which is which was very cool, and they, and they yeah. found the bags and bags and bags and bags and bags of shredded material that he's like, okay, put them together. You know, walked off to have another glass of Bordeaux, whatever he does. That was kind of cool. What he said, I, I, what did he say? I hate something, but I love puzzles. Right. What was it? Oh gosh, I wrote it down. I don't remember, but yes, I hate sarcasm, but I love puzzles. Yes, yeah, he, a lot of good red lines. A lot of good one. red lines in this uh, one. That did. is the ultimate puzzle. Can you imagine how daunting yeah. that would have been? Yeah, and he did have uh, at least two glasses of wine in this one, and a nice, a nice meal, nice like something. Uh, you know, so he's, he's he's back to being like, even though he's still in revenge slash house cleaning slash fact finding mode, he's still gonna enjoy a nice well, yes, you know, life's little luxuries. A, yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, so red, but he but he very much seemed there was a couple little quips and lines he had to Lizzie, like you know, what am I on your speed dial and yeah, a bunch of a couple quips that he had. Uh, but he was pretty like all business this episode. He was pretty much on a mission. He was he was very focused mm-hmm. uh, uh, on finding out who the mole was, and also he was he was came across to me as something of a of a mentor as a teacher to yeah. to Lizzie because she was flailing. She right. they they didn't know what to do how to find this alchemist sure. and he was he was giving her ideas. Think of it this way cuz yeah. we forget I think that he was an FBI agent. Yeah. He did this for a living. Well this well yeah, he, and this is kind of like his role at this point is to sort of like here's the blacklister, you go do your FBI stuff. Give me your give me your clues and evidence. I'll help you, you know, solve this mystery or puzzle, and then get it back to you. It seems to be the role. But I like how he's not just giving her the answers. Right. He's like, think about it this way. What right. if you thought about this? And he's sort of guiding her. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting way to think. Of. I wonder if that's intentional or if that's like he, you know, if he, you know, needs her brain too. He's like, I don't know how to, what the answer is, but maybe think of it this way. Or is it like more in the Yoda way? Like, I don't, you know, use your whatever, you know. This one seemed intentional to me. Yeah. Like he's leading her. If, yeah. Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry. Am I the only one that watches this show every now and again kind of going, Jesus, how does the FBI catch anybody? Yes. If Red doesn't give them like, like here, here's a crumb. Here's, right. You seriously, you need another crumb? Okay, yeah. here's another crumb. Yeah. And he, and, and, Listen, no, I, I agree. With, with a gigantic amount of contempt Red has, he's like, ugh, FBI are so dumb. <laughs> Did you try the alternate number? Oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks, Red. We solved it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious because all it takes is two lines from him, too. Yeah. Well, where does he live? Well, what's in his, what, you know, what, what does he care about? Oh, that's right. right exactly. Ding, light bulb. Where does he live? Check his house. Yeah, no. I, there, there's a bit of that. But, you know, that's, that's still fun. It's still fun TV. I don't know. The, it is fun TV, <laughs> but it really pains the FBI as being yeah, completely inept. For sure. For Honest sure. to goodness. Like, we've got a really big, clear plastic thingy dingy that's bulletproof. Right. What else do you do? That's it. That's what we got. Otherwise, yeah. it's all on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's true. Um, but, okay, so... So yeah, so Red, but so we, we Red, Red's definitely on a mission. We uh, we get in the previews that he's looking at the Vicap thing, so we know what jo, who jo, you know that that's a connection to Jolene. Mm-hmm. We see him doing the data mining to find the mole. Is he like you said, he's taking it out of the FBI's hands and not leaving it to them. I like that he's not fucking with the FBI anymore. He's like he's 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 laying back in the cut. He's not going to go in there because he doesn't trust anybody. And frankly, if a black side is uh, compromised like that at that level, I'm not exactly. One in the step foot in that place either, you know. No. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know he's um, he seems to just be all business this, this episode, including at the end when his whole purpose of giving up the alchemist was to get that list. So he has a list which includes, I'm sure, more blacklisters mm-hmm. and more people who to serve whatever purpose he his master purpose of actually giving this information to the to the FBI in the first place. He has more access to that and. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Red, uh, he, he's he's off, and looks like he's going to um, go off and have a nice big bowl of guacamole. Jeez, oh, there it is. Uh, with uh, <laughs> with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, he was very interested in getting that list. Yeah, that list of uh, of all the people who we all presumed was dead sure. were dead, but aren't because the alchemist 
right. just you know made it look that way. So right. um, perhaps he needed that list. Perhaps he he's looking for someone specific. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Joe. I don't know. Riveting analysis as always. Uh-huh. Three of us. Uh-huh. Right? How am I supposed to know? Uh, let's. let's what, what about the alchemist? We we talked briefly about him in the open. Um, you know, I mean, you know, is he is he a true blacklister? I mean, we always have this thing about like we has yeah. a, he has a number on the list, but it's hard. As, sometimes we get information from other people. Sometimes Red throws someone out. Sometimes they're already working a case. But I guess he's a blacklister. I mean, I don't I know. I think he's a total well, blacklister. All right. What, Joe? I got the vibe. I got the vibe that our our boy Red was kind of pissed off. Like, um, yeah, he keeps getting contracts to disappear people that would usually go to me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Competition is fierce. Yeah, as, as, as I recall, what he said. So, I mean, this one kind of serves a dual purpose for him. Like, he gets his list, but he also gets the gets to get the guy who seems to be uh, uh what's it called? Getting the uh, getting the work. That he that he would normally get, uh, right. he's able to get rid of him too. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so we have the side. So we have the whole side plot with this with the blacklister, uh, with the alchemist of, of the daughter and the wife he kept, and um, and we saw him how he does his alchemy to sort of change identities. But uh, you know, one big uh, FBI WTF to sort of borrow your phrase, Joe, from another show we do. Um, is, you know, he, he comes in as the lawyers, one of my favorite sort of FBI WTF scenes where he comes in as the lawyer and, uh, you know, the, the highest, most profile guy we've got in the very non-secure office building in, 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 in you know, in, in suburban, suburban Maryland somewhere. And he just walks right in and gives him, a, gives him, a, gives him a piece of gum and he's out and the wrestler's <laughs> like, what's the guy look like? Oh shit, he's in there alone. Like, really? No, no credentials needed. No one like, checks out anything. Right? Like, yeah, just anyone could come on in. Lizzie's like, yeah, I think we found the guy, the alchemist. He's somewhere. Like, he looks like this. Whoa! Oh shit! And then they run in there, and he's dead. I don't know. I don't want to be. I mean, uh, yes, if you're a white guy in a suit, it is. You can basically go wherever you want. That is, that is part of Western life. Not in my house. But holy, I'm kidding. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Yes, yes, very true. That was. FBI WTF to the nth degree. Yes. And yes. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was next on my list and it's underlined like 47 times. <laughs> that, was, that was a, I liked, I mean, I like, I like that. And, he's, and then like you cut to like him walking the streets like shoulders shrugging like, hmm, that was easy. Infiltrated the FBI. Right? Killed, yeah. killed the guy. Stick a gun. Now I'm off. Now I'm off. You know, uh, but yeah. That, so that happened. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, so anyway, the the alchemist is uh he, he was an interesting guy. I you know, uh no, it's like every every other time we have these sort of uh like, you know, like last well, we had, you know, Frank uh Whaley last last week as the fresh-faced the good uh, Samaritan. Good Samaritan looking uh blacklister. And then we had a couple weeks ago we had the suburban dad guy who was the uh for what was his deal? He was a weird blacklister who Wait, was which kind one? of like I can't remember which one he was, but it was like Four episodes, five episodes ago, and he was this really sort of nondescript, like suburban dad looking dude, and he did something or other. I can't remember. Anyway, but every now and then we have these sort of like normal looking blacklisters. I, 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 I like the Angelo Garricks of the world and, and the couriers oh, of the I world. I do like the Angelo Garricks and, 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 and the Stumakers of the world. Yes, those yeah. are my favorite. Let's get some like, I like these guys. Yeah. I, that, that, that's a blacklist for me. I don't know. I don't want some guy that looks like Joe Flippo on the blacklist, you know. <gasps> Joe, are you a black? Well, well, we know not to trust him. That's, that's true. That's for, that's sure. for damn sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, so let's, uh, you know, uh, Stumaker. So let's let's talk about what we think and what we saw from um, from the previews and kind of what we think is is happening. It's very clear now that uh, Red is going to make a deal with uh, Agent Mole and, um, and Mira Malik. Yes, with Mira and. Uh, and try to do what do we think? Like, are they, are they, are they, what, what are they? What are they getting to? I mean, there's something like you can put a bullet well, in my head, or you can work with me to find out whatever. Well, how much does she really know? I yeah. guess is what we need to learn first and foremost. Right. Or what Red needs to know: How much do you know? Sure. Uh, do you know? I mean. We don't know anything, let's be honest. So I can't, like, does she know who he's working for? I gotta tell you, at this stage of the game in episode 12 of The Blacklist, a show I still love very much, the one thing that I know is I don't know shit. I don't know anything. I don't don't know what Red's doing. I don't know. Red has his own agenda. 
it's either to protect Lizzie, to, uh, you know, expose her, or to, uh, I don't know what his deal is. He has an agenda with the blacklist. It's either to eliminate them, or to, or to lure out a larger threat, or to eliminate competition, or retribution, or I don't know what his whole deal is. We have the FBI, like, you know, Wrestler was on a strike team to try to kill Red for a long time. And so he had a little secret pass there. I don't know what the hell Tom is doing or not doing. Jolene's in there watching someone hired by someone else who I don't know. Lizzie is, you know, she wants the baby. She doesn't want the baby. You know, she's on Red side. She's off Red side. I don't know. Harold's still angry and yelling about stuff. And I don't know what the heck is going on. None of it adds up. You got any answers for me, Jeff? We Lippo? also have the whole uh, Alan Alda's character. And Alan Alda's in the, he's like, like in the shadows. And like, he's a big, a big time government guy. Yeah, uh, he's, like, he's fairly high up there. I mean, I don't know. This is actually a great place to be from a storytelling standpoint that we've had 12 episodes of a lot of cool stuff happening. It's really kind of a testament to the writing, I think. And like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happening and not unlike Lost, every answer you get, you get three more questions. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's not frustrating yet. I'm not frustrated. I feel like, okay, well, I know nothing. But, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get some answers and know something soon. I don't know, Joe. What do you know? Do you know anything? You know more than I don't know anything. We've covered this. <laughs> no. I don't know. Do we have any theories, any ideas? No. You know, I, I think that uh, I, I wonder if the show is going to go back to its overarching. Uh, it seemed to be the overarching kind of theme for the first couple episodes was that international corporate combination with government, which seems to, which seemed to be the, the, the place where most of the bad stuff was happening with, with the first few blacklisters. Right. And and I and I'm hoping that Alan Alda becomes kind of the linchpin for that. It seems to me that if he's sitting on a on a committee that's going to be uh, that's going to be speaking before the Senate, but at the same time he's got access to all this money and access to all these mercenaries and all these underground people. I wonder if he's not that kind of in that linchpin spot in between corporate and government and and that's going to be kind of where the real bad people live. I'm kind of curious if that's going to be our uh if he's going to be our kind of connection to all of that, I hope they go back to that. If that yeah. makes sense. I agree with you. I, he's he's just too high up and too powerful just to be a one-off. And I mean, he went to all of that trouble, mm-hmm. you know, with securing. I guess he's the one who secured Mira as the mole. Sure. And and um, and our guy Gray. Right. You know, all that whole thing was to get a face to face with Red. Right. That that whole hoopla, that whole two parter Ansel Garrick blacklist episodes. Yeah. That was that was the culmination of it. Was to capture Red and get that face to face with him. Yeah. It's uh so a, well, a, lot, a lot of layers here. I mean we you know, we have layers. It's like a lot like Inception, like in a way of the you know, the, the subconscious and the conscious and the deeper and deeper layers that are there. Hey Joe, you know who directed Inception? I'm sorry, Mr. Nolan, who? No, Christopher Molin. Oh! See what I did there? All right. <laughs> I see. Uh, I see what you did. Really bad. I'm done. All right. So You're uh, never done. let's. Uh, I don't have any news. Do we have any news? No. No. I have no news. I have no I news. Or I have no news. And um, that's Nando. That's what Nando usually does. I know. I know. But I do know that the ratings. Are, the ratings are fine. The show's fine. Everyone loves it. Um, and um, yeah. We, we, we've got, I've got no, no particular news, but I will say, oh, I did not say before we go, I did not thank all of you for joining us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Darn it. Thank you for joining us on iTunes. You, you continually make us highly ranked, highly rated. We're always in the top two or three here to most download a thing on, on iTunes. We appreciate that. And we have our loyal blacklist fans, our loyal blacklisters, blacklistees. And, um, we'll continue to, you know, have our chats on YouTube as we often do and, and, and our chats on Twitter and we really appreciate all you guys and just continue to like, you know, to talk about us and rate us on, um, on, on iTunes because it helps people find us and, and it's great stuff. So thank you very, you know what very was much. was awesome is that we on, uh, top 100 iTunes, we, without even being out our last podcast, huh? it was out for less than 24 hours uh-huh. and we were already in the top 25 and just continued climbing, climbing, climbing. That's great. So yeah. The top, you guys well, are top awesome. 200 technically. So out of 200. TV film podcast. We were number twenty at one point, which is not bad. Yeah, so that's I don't good. know where we're on now, but oh, thank you. And then after Buzz, we're always in the top. I don't know three or something. So yeah. thank you guys. Yeah, you guys um, are the best. All right, well, let's jump into some uh, predictions. Last. And now your after Buzz TV predictions. Uh, Joe Flippo, who would you like to go first? Um, my prediction okay. is that our boy Tom <laughs> is not going to have the sex with Jolene. Okay. Okay. However, oh, however, oh, I do think our boy Tom is going to be moving out in the next two episodes. Hmm. Mm. 
That is my prediction. You don't think he's going to have the sex with Jillian? She's just not. She's not. She was hotter. Would he maybe do it? I'm gonna make, now you're going to make me feel bad. Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting, Kathy. It's all I was trying to say. Okay. But, um, I, I, I think, she's, I, I think I she's very attractive, actually, especially towards the end there um, at the art gallery. Yeah. I thought she was very attractive. So, for the record, I'm on record. And I I'm with you, you, Jolene. You've never seen that before, a girl taking a drink and looking at you over the cup. You've never seen that, so it was new to you. Yeah. But, um, Ju- Julia, yeah. prediction for you? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about wrestler here for a minute. Okay. Um. So wrestler's reunited with with his long lost love, oh. but I think this is going to bite him in the ass okay. in a huge way. I I don't think she is who she's presenting herself as, and sure. I think he's gonna let his guard down. And uh, I think something bad's gonna happen to him, to my boy Diego. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, that's Thank a good you. one. I, I'm getting better. I, I, I do. I do agree with that prediction. I feel like that we've set up wrestlers as this sort of hard ass, blah blah, blah and now he's kind of softened. Um, I'm just going to add to your prediction in that I do think that like this is going to bite him in the ass, and he will like be like, I let my guard down once, and it'll never happen again. But that's just only setting up the inevitable romance with Lizzie, who will melt his heart, and they will, you know, be together. Fall madly in love. Yes, they will. And adopt him. Twelve children, <laughs> and one of them was spy baby. The spy baby. <laughs> I'll take the spy baby. So anyway, yeah, I, I do think that uh, wrestler and Lizzie Keen are on a bullet train to. Uh, oh yeah. Some spy love. Oh yeah. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, that's all we got. That's all we got for this week. We yeah. made it. Uh, Nando will be back in studio next week. Joe Flippo will be in studio next week. Julie and I will be in studio next week. Uh, Joe, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the website, uh, josephsamplebo.com, or you can find me on Twitter, at Joseph And Julia, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, of course, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y, Julia Carley. Uh, also on Instagram, you can find me here at AfterBuzz for True Detective. Uh, maybe the following, probably. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, what am I forgetting? Hannibal. Hannibal! There Coming back February 28th. Yep. Uh, and you can find me all those places as well because where Julia goes, I go. Where Joe goes, I go. Uh, but you can also find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. And you can also find me on Instagram at Joe Braswell. Uh, even though I never use it, I'm going to start. I'm the worst Instagram. But my Twitter is active. And thank you very much for uh, following yeah. me, folks. I appreciate it. Follow, follow. Um, we will thank you, Marissa Serafini, for, for doing all the good stuff. Nando, we miss you. Oh, you can find Nando at Nando Bell, at Nando Bell on Twitter. He's great. Um, we will see you next week for episode 13. Thanks a lot, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Guacamole. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.